In spite of feeling like his head was going to explode, Jeremy padded down the hallway and downstairs toward the kitchen. He stopped every third step to listen for the sounds of anyone else being at home. By the time he reached the living room, he was almost certain no one was. But when he pushed through the swinging kitchen doors, his grandmother lowered a newspaper and smiled. "'Good morning, Jeremy.' He let the doors swing closed behind him before answering. "'Hey, Granny.' She motioned for him to join her at the table. "'You look tired, dear. Sit and chat with me for a little while.' Jeremy scanned the kitchen. "'Did Mom ask you to talk to me?' Instead of answering right away, his grandmother took a sip from a dainty white teacup, one decorated with pink roses. Only after putting it back on its matching saucer did she once again motion for him to sit in the chair next to her. Sensing she wasn't going to answer until he did, he dragged his sock-shod feet across the red brick-colored tile floor. He loved her too much to let her see his usual sulky expression, the one he saved for the rest of the world. It wasn't her fault that being seventeen was the pits, and his junior year at school had been the worst one of his entire life. Despite keeping his expression neutral, his crossed arms spoke volumes. "'Your father asked me to help you understand what happened this morning.' Jeremy studied her kind, wrinkled face and tried to make some sense out of that softly spoken but cryptic statement. Since her return stare was so intense, he focused on a loose piece of skin on his thumb. He stuck it in his mouth and gnawed at it until he felt the annoying piece of skin on his tongue. He almost spit it on the floor, but thought his grandmother might find that disgusting, so swallowed it instead. Still sensing her penetrating stare, he finally shrugged. So I guess that means I'm in trouble then, right? I'm afraid so. If only you had talked to someone first, dear. This might have all been prevented. He met her eyes again. What? She reached over and patted his hand. Why didn't you tell your parents your classmates were giving you a hard time at school? They would have done everything within their power to help you. You really think so? I told Mom the other day, but she just told me I wasn't trying hard enough to make new friends. How many times over the years has Dad told me to suck it up and handle it like a man? No matter how bad things get, it has to be handled like a man. I could be standing in front of Dad, holding up a detached arm, bleeding all over the floor, and he would say, "'Handle it like a man, son!' So I've been trying to handle this thing at school like a real man would. He'd sat back and the two of them stared at each other in silence. The only sound in the kitchen was the clock over the stove clicking. There was an explosion and a bright flash before Jeremy's eyes. He leaned forward and clutched the sides of his head. A groan oh. slipped out, but then as soon as the pain came, it stopped. When he lifted his head, his grandmother was sipping her tea as if nothing had happened. She sat the teacup back on the table and folded her hands in her lap. It will pass. A strange, unsettling feeling washed over him. Something wasn't right. He stood and looked around the kitchen. 
The refrigerator door was open, and a container of milk was on the floor, surrounded by a white puddle. The stove eye was still on, and the sink was filled with dirty dishes. It was so unlike his mother to leave the kitchen in such a mess. "'What's wrong, dear?' The intense pain returned. He sat and cradled his head, scenes of blood spewing everywhere, and the sounds of gun blasts flashed in and out. When they stopped, he grabbed his grandmother's hand. "'Something bad has happened. Why can't I remember?' She curled her cold, thin fingers around his. A sad smile played on her lips, and concern laced her voice. "'What do you remember about this morning?' "'What's there to remember? I've only been awake a few minutes. I woke up, came downstairs, and now here I am, talking to you.' She squeezed his fingers. "'Try harder.' "'What?' She released his hand and picked up the teacup again. Her voice took on a firmer tone. "'Before. What happened before?'